So Ilham, um, thank you so much for taking the time today. We are absolutely thrilled to have you on. Thank you very much, Nikolai, for having me. And uh, you know what? You are the first person I speak to who grew up in Casablanca. <laughs> and I would just love to hear from you. How was it? Uh-huh. Well, listen, it's interesting. Well, f- first of all, it's my home city and my heart uh, speaks when you, you hear that name. It, it means the White House, huh? Casablanca in Spanish. And, um, you know, it's not uh, obviously everybody knows the movie, uh, the Casablanca. <laughs> uh, and, but, but nothing was, you know, it's, it's, it's a myth, by the way, because the movie was filmed in uh, Hollywood studio, not in a real Casablanca, but all the streets in my city was full of the movies and you know we were all dreaming about the american dream and hollywood listen i was raised uh, by my grandmother in a humble uh, yet loving home in the beautiful that's beautiful city uh, and and in fact when i think about it the most precious resources in my home was were you know uh, running water potable water and electricity because we didn't have luxury to waste and uh, we received electricity before even running water uh, and this lesson uh, stayed with me uh, throughout my entire career as you can imagine uh, nikolai my grandmother uh, was my first role model uh, couldn't read uh, you know she was illiterate uh, and she inspired me uh, about following my education she used to tell me about this moroccan saying uh, you know saying that girls have two exits in their lives one that leads uh, from their father's home to their husband's home so we were all asked to aim for a good marriage right and be a good wife and and mm. mother and the second one that leads to their grave uh, and she used to tell me this is not sexy, isn't it? Uh, she encouraged me to find my third and own exit, which I found in education. And education for me, Nikolai, you know, just unlocked that many doors and still today and opens up so many possibilities. Uh, and this is, by the way, very true for everyone, but especially for the millions around the world uh, who live in poverty or in less favorable circumstances. For me, mm. education brings freedom of choice, independence, finding a job. Uh, I'm free to marry who I want, which I did. Uh, and it brings health, prosperity. It's life transforming. So that's the basis of my life in Casablanca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Now, um, so how do you think that has shaped who you are today? Oh, a lot. I mean, um, that, that education key, uh, the, being greedy with the resources, I still do it as a CEO of Solvay today and in my professional life, because again, I didn't have the luxury to waste. So it stayed with me. And when I take a shower every morning, it's a miracle of, uh, of life, right? That's mm. how I see it. The second education, learn and learn and relearn. Uh, that that's, uh, 17 years of my life has shaped probably all, all my, the rest of my life as a mother, as a wife, as a leader, right? Mm. Um, and I was fascinated by science, by technology. I loved books. Um, I, I really, and, and thanks to this grandma, she, she really invited me to enrich my life and, and, and the little resources we have, you know, through, through education and reading and learning and learning, she would say it and, and, and relearning. But it's quite extraordinary to have um, a grandmother who is, who is illiterate and who then kind of teaches you the, the wonder of books. Yeah. Because, you know, it's not about just IQ, uh, you know, and, and reading and, you know, being literate. It's about emotional intelligence, Nicolai. Eh? <laughs> uh, in Africa, we always learn from the wisdom of the, of the oldest. 
and the older people, right? So yeah, she, she was. Uh, she gave me the name Ilham, which means inspiration in Arabic, to be inspired all my mm. life <laughs> by others. Huh? So so that's what she, that was, you know, her wisdom and and her wish for me. Uh, and you know, I I was lucky. I got a lot of you know impressive teachers uh, who taught me to stay curious, to go beyond. Uh, she taught me to never be totally satisfied um and and yeah that was the opening up to the rest of the world Mm. what's so interesting with chemicals well chemistry i I call it uh, the risk of uh, making it sound feminine is the mother of all industries right nikolai Uh, there is no circularity there is no bio-based materials there is no low carbon economy net zero or quite simply no progress of humanity without chemistry is one of those sciences like physics, mathematics, uh, you know, which are really fundamental to human progress. Um, and it's just amazing what you can achieve with the power of chemistry. So I did my research throughout research, my own research, but what our researchers are doing today. I mean, I really became aware through my professional career about the, the crucial role of science and innovation in general at the service of humanity. Knowing what took us here, we not took us there. Look at green hydrogen. Huh? This, this is the, the simple chemistry I learned at school huh? to electrolyze water and make uh, hydrogen, right? Here we are. Mm. It's back to becoming maybe maybe the new oil, right? Mm. So a naive question, what is your what is your favorite chemical? <laughs> water, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used water, Nikolai, when I was young. So <laughs> water and potable water. That's why, by the way, when I was in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, my, my nickname was uh, the water lady. Oh, uh, wow. I was working, yeah, I was working for Dow Chemical uh, at that time. And I was uh, leading the downstream investment uh, in their joint venture with Aramco called Sadara. Um, and I built the first, where I, you know, I, I justified and approved by the board and uh, built, you know, the first reverse osmosis plants for water desalination or filtrating, cleaning grey water in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, not based with fossil fuel, so using green energy already. And that was between 2010 and 2013, so it's ahead of time. So yeah, mm. uh, water is the red, you know, line, the fil rouge, as we say in French. So you have been um, working in. Um, in several um, chemical companies, what um, what's the key to to winning in the chemical industry? What's the key to success? I think it's like any industry. I believe uh, the, the key in in any business is to have you know a vision about a vision of success and 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 have an ambition for your business. I think at Solvi, for example, we didn't have bold bold ambitions. Uh, and my my grandma used to tell me ambitions needs to scare you, huh? raise the bar, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know. So so that's important to have that vision and then to have a plan to execute against it with the right resources around you. So I learned to be resourceful as as an individual when I was young, but also later uh, and today as a leader. Right? It's not one woman show; it's, it's one team show, and you need to have better people with you, good captains around you to make uh, to make to make it a success. So vision in any business, I, I always say it's strategy, structure and culture. Those are my three pillars, Nikolai. Strategy, structure mm. and culture. Why these three factors? Well, I mean, strategy is about, you know, having clear paths for your business and, and based on a purpose, right? And I, I love 
transforming organization with the through a purpose-led uh, strategy so the first is why why we're in business someone i think is twain who say the best days in in a life is the day you are born and the day you know why so when i come to any business I ask why we are in business, why our customers, they buy from us and they stick with us. So at Solvay, even if it's a 160 years old company, uh, it, it, was, uh, it was a great pleasure to repurpose the company back in 2019. And we launched a mm. new purpose with values and a mission and everything else. Um, and then you need to have a clear strategy, what you are going to do, and more importantly, what you are not going to do, you know. So that's as important as what you are going to do and, and have a structure which gonna you know execute against it, right? If you keep, if not, it's gonna stay as a concept paper. And the culture is everything else. Is what you smell in the air. Is how your people think. Is the mindset. Are they curious? Do they fail early? And do they celebrate early failures? And are determined to make it. Do they listen to customers? Are they customer obsessed? Not also not only intimate. Do they speak with their mind and the heart? So the culture is as important because if not, you know, you are in transactional relationships and that's not what make companies great so i think those mm. are my three pillars moving um, um tax slightly here um for those of the uh, for those in the audience who don't know what solvay is um what is solvay solvay it's a 160 year old company have been transforming uh, from day one i think uh, our founder ernest solvay used to say you know from science will derive the the progress of mankind he invented the process of soda ash this goes to your uh, double triple glazing huh? so he he really imagined this industrial process which made us first multinational after the first uh, world war yeah. uh, and then through acquisitions and organic growth um, the company transformed a lot today our first customer 10 years ago used to be the glazing customers uh, today is uh, boeing airbus uh, defense industry uh, uh, you know smartphone smart devices intelligent devices makers semiconductors we are under the hood application invisible but there is no battery without us uh, mm. We are in your uh, chocolates and birthday cakes with our natural vanillin uh, to give them flavor. So, yeah, we are invisible, but part of several sectors. So that, that's all we today and still transforming since I joined the company. So when you uh, go about trying to improve Solvay, how do you how do you do it? When I came to Solvay was in March 2019. Obviously, I, they've chosen me and I've chosen them. Uh, I loved what I could see outside the company in terms of uh, transformation program. Uh, the only mandate I got from the board, believe it or not, is to unleash the potential of Solvay. So that's that's very broad, <laughs> yeah. you know. So my first, uh, I always practice, Nikolai, my first 100 days are... are are really precious because I, I I make a big tour. I actually I traveled twice around the world and I was lucky it was prior to COVID in 2019 and listened, listened to employees, listened to the unions, listened to clients, listened to investors, uh, met you, you, you guys, you know, twice or three times and really get this due diligence done. Uh, like I would buy the company or sell it. You see what I mean? I, I really do that. And it's mm. very precious. 
uh, and then you know I start working on the strategy co-created with with the team do uh, a competencies analysis what we do, what we have what we don't have um, and be very crisp about the strategy and what we do and what we are not going to do and mm. you know really educate uh, I'm I'm a serial blogger with my teams you know so I I really want, if I get something in my day today in Paris uh, I'm on a road show and I heard few things which are really exciting I would just send it back to to the to the survey team right hmm. You um, um, said to the Financial Times uh, recently that you thought um, chemical companies uh, should clean up their act. What do you, uh, <laughs> what, do you uh, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, you often hear the chemical or the industry and the chemical industry is part of the problem uh, in terms of use of greenhouse gas emissions, Nikolai. But I believe in, uh, that we are even more so part of the solution. Huh? Yeah. Uh, the chemical industry being the mother of uh, all industries, there is no uh, EV batteries or hybrids cars without chemistry. Green hydrogen is another one, circular solution. So we are, we are essential to enable the shift toward a more sustainable future for the for for our kids and their kids so that's what i meant ev being electrical vehicles ev ev yeah electrical vehicles and hybrids and and cleaning home i mean greenhouse gas emissions when i joined the company uh, our trajectory was above paris accords right so i challenged the team in 2019 how we could, you know, really uh, join Paris and even SBTI, which is the science-based target initiative uh, to follow the one and a half and uh, degree curve and, and be neutral. Um, and, and I raised the carbon pricing inside the company to 50. Now it's 100 euro per ton. Huh? And as you know, there is no carbon pricing in, on, on all continents, but in Europe. So, uh, and, and frankly, again, proud of the non-financial achievements. The team uh, put together 40 projects now for, for decarbonizing our, our assets mm. um, and our manufacturing. Uh, we did double Paris since 2019, double Paris every year. Huh? So, you know, it's, it's amazing. And uh, we pledge and we are committi committing to neutrality latest by 2050 in the company. And what's the biggest challenge uh, for the industry in total to, to reach this net zero goal? The infrastructure, infrastructure and infrastructure. I'm not, mm. uh, you know, uh, Solve needs renewables, needs infrastructure to be able to decarbonize its assets. So I give you an example, Nikolai. Uh, in Germany, um, I already invested and approved one plant exiting coal. Uh, using biomass and the biomass we found there was uh, waste wood, non-recuperable waste wood. And we had to build an ecosystem around the plant to collect that wood and bring it to the plants and use it to, to, to decoal. In France, the same, Dombal, we are exiting coal. I needed someone to help me. Here it's Veolia, uh, who is using your bin. Huh? Trash, actually, will be the largest boiler in Europe and in France using trash, people trash, industrial trash, to replace coal, which is fascinating. So I need an infrastructure. We cannot do it alone. And this is true for the whole industry, the chemical industry, right? That's number one challenge. Number two, mm. and I, I repeat it to the regulators specifically in Europe, we, we cannot do it all at the same time. Huh? There is Green Deal, there is the Fit for 55, there is, uh, you know, uh, the, the digital transition, you know, uh, the chemical strategy coming on, coming in. So we, we need a journey, you know, to, uh, in, in the word transition, 
let's not forget transition, right? It's a transition. So we need to plan it. And I would say backcast it rather than forecast it. I think it's so critical to start having a master plan led by regulators, public company, private company. And we need that dialogue because they have to to put the, the what and the Green Deal is not negotiable and we support that. But the how has to be co-created. We're in Paris today meeting uh, shareholders. And of course, we are a shareholder owning uh, roughly 1% of your company. Why do you why do you bother meeting with us? Well, feedback is a gift. I mean, that's what I learned in my career, Nikolai. And, uh, and you cannot be, you know, blind and not listen to people's views and insights. Everybody is giving in Asia. Today, I got some insights from my conversations. Um, it, it, we need investors. I mean, you put your money on us. Huh? So mm. we owe you, obviously, as a management team, as a CEO, uh, we're the stewards and the guardian of the temple. And we defend our strategies. And you watch us every quarter, every year. And you say, are they delivering on their promise? And that's, I call it a tracker record and the resume. So those are facts. But we need a continuous dialogue. Uh, frankly, I met more investors during the COVID and 19 and the confinements than before, because virtually yeah. I could connect uh, more easily and more frequently. For me, it was important that we impact the pocket to change the behavior. So we tested, you know, my 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 uh, variable pay and, and the whole uh, variable compensation for the company now is raised to 15% is linked to Solve One Planet. So we listen to yeah. our investors. We also benchmark with others, right? What they like and mm. what they don't like. And in the split, for example, scenario, uh, since the announcement, I met the top 30 shareholders and, and asked them what they think, you know, what do they need, you know, to, and, and not shareholders, huh? because we want also churn and we want to attract other shareholders. So, so that conversation, that dialogue, and frankly, face-to-face make a big difference is so critical. Uh, mm. You know, what took us here will not bring us there. It's interesting that you mentioned um, the CEO pay, because we are, as you know, increasingly vocal on this uh, in this area. We think that uh, generally it's more problematic in the US than in Europe, but um, but still, it's an important thing for us. But what do you think about the conversations you have with uh, Norges Bank Investment Management? Uh, really great conversations. I think um, uh, from the financials to non-financials, right, is important. And early enough, um, you guys, you have been very open about what you like and what you, you don't like, <laughs> which was equally important. For example, we were labeled and you, you told me that, that we were buying high and selling low, <laughs> which, you know, stuck with me, the discipline in M&A, you know, how you can create value, uh, transparency in the non-financials, because we were saying, yeah, sustainability is important for us, but we were not aligned with Paris Accords, which we did now, you know, we were not very transparent on the non-financials. Now we are making it as a yearly disclosure or even sometimes on a quarterly basis I share with the investors where we stand so I think yeah. those early insights are so critical Nikolai well thank you um, moving on to leadership and your philosophy how, how would you describe your leadership philosophy People describe as an iron fist in a velvet glove. <laughs> uh, I believe in care and dare, the end, the power of the end. That's actually, if I can make some publicity for my own podcast, which I would, I would love to welcome you, is the power of the end. In many companies, I had to transform. They were doing this or this. While I believe you can do both. You care and mm. you dare. You do it with your kids, you, 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 with your family. Do it with your people in any organization. 
as a leader, you have to make tough decisions while still showing that caring and that emotional intelligence and empathy. Empathy is so critical. Could you elaborate a bit on that? Just how, how empathy is finding its way through your leadership style? You know, during COVID-19, for example, you know, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't allow myself to look at the mirror, uh, restructure, follow people, without doing something about my own salary, for example, Nikolai. So, so I cut it by 15%. And by the way, by mm. doing this, all my top 30 leaders followed me. We created the Solve Solidarity Fund, which people told me, well, Ilham, this is a charity, is US uh, stuff, it's not Europe, a European mm. thing. So I said, let's start it. And then I asked uh, shareholders for those who want to forfeit part of their dividend. And, and, the, and the fund collected 15 million euro in six weeks, Nikolai. So I think, wow. um, you know, you, 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 you have just to, you know, walk the talk, right? role model your own beliefs huh? um, but also vulnerability is key and it's a strength not a weakness i mean in the old days nikolai they were asking us you can do it with the big muscles well i mean uh, in quarter two 2022 i was a chief mask officer not executive officer anymore i mean we were all looking after you know security of our employees how we're not gonna uh, disrupt and stop our manufacturing i ran out of masks so i had and i asked people help you know really people mm. help the unions remember that you know that i said guys let's focus on on this we need help because we close three manufacturing asset nikolai never happened in the history of this business uh, mainly due mm. to aviation uh, civil aviation etc so i truly believe leaders who do not have emotional intelligence and empathy uh, are not gonna thrive and, and succeed mm. So I've heard you um, talk about uh, uh, grit several times and the importance of grit in your life and in leadership. And um, interestingly, in the next episode, we're going to interview Angela Duckworth, who is uh, perhaps the world leading expert on exactly grit. So what would you have asked her? Resilience is so critical to, to the, today's life, in your personal life and in your um, professional life as a leader. Uh, we've done a lot of um, you know, mental health inside out principles education throughout the teams right with our teams who loved it some came with their families with their spouses and and and, and kids uh, because when when you build and you craft this resilience in your dna in your day to day you know you, you are less exposed to the externalities and the macros which you cannot control huh? you, you you build it and it prepares you to become a better, stronger person. Yeah, I would ask her about her magic, her magic recipe, right? Do you think you need a lot of it uh, when you're a female leader in a in a male-dominated industry as you are? Absolutely, absolutely. There is still uh, glass ceiling, and uh, you know, and, and diversity. By the way, not only gender uh, diversity challenges around us, uh, and without uh, you know, uh, yeah, determination. Uh, resilience as a survival tools without these attributes uh, I would have changed my path uh, several times at the expense of my dreams uh, Nikolai so yeah I mean uh, we, we need you know to, to develop that in the early stages by the way not later in your career I, I wished at school at elementary school with the teacher at home by the way um, young girls are 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 getting are living their ambition are very vocal about it and I think it's so critical. 
We um, recently spoke to the CEO of uh, L'Oréal, uh, Nicolas Irinomus, uh, and you are you're actually on the board of that company. Are you um, yeah. anything from from L'Oréal that you are uh, kind of taking to your job as CEO of Solvay? Yeah, I mean, uh, L'Oréal is, is is a fabulous, uh, you know, company uh, with a pure purpose around beauty. And I was extremely honored when uh, they reached out to me back in 2020 in the middle of the crisis and asked me to join their board. Um, I'm learning a lot from them. Um, I hope as much as I can, I'm impacting, but um, the power of, of having a pure purpose, which is very, very clean, clear, the power of innovation, you know, that they are not mm. only in the green chemistry, but on the digital transformation, they are leading the way. The power of uh, being an M&A machine, <laughs> and they are, I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, how many brands came through M&A and successful mm. brands, by the way, because L'Oreal is not one brand, it's 100 brands, right? Uh, the power mm. of, and, and this is important, and I think um, I, I, uh, I got it before, but they sh- they sh- this is one of the best companies out there showing case that is how you can build a repeatable model. You see what I mean? Mm. Repeatable in business, repeatable in innovation, repeatable in M&A. So you make an anecdote a larger, you know, larger story, right? Which I love mm. because if not, it's wasted. And that's what I try to do at Solvays. I love anecdotes, successful one, making it bigger. That's why we launch our growth platforms at Solvay. Tell us about the power of fun. Fun is important. I mean, uh, <laughs> in Morocco, coming back to Casablanca, we had a lot of fun. I mean, I was, uh, you know, yeah, humble, humble home, but, but full of love and fun huh? with, with mm. very simple things. Huh? So fun is important. Fun in the job is important. Um, I have simple hobbies and it's reading, it's yoga, it's uh, uh, playing with my 16-year-old son when he has time. He's getting, uh, he's grown up now, but we still enjoy some some games together and having mm. fun as a team, right? So uh, now that we can meet physically, we have a lot of retreats. So I take my team two days uh, without slides, just um, talking about business and non-business and thinking about ourselves as uh, individuals, as leaders, how we can do better and having fun together. So I think fun is, is important. And how do you relax? Is that where the yoga comes in? Yeah, every morning at 5.45, I am on a mat doing yoga. Uh, mm. I'm, I've been you know, coached by my two coaches since now 15 years on the inside out principle, how I get a better person, how the energy is inside out. And it's made me frankly transform my life, a better mother, better spouse, a better colleague and a leader. What are the main principles behind that? Grounding and balance, really. Always stay grounded and balanced. Uh, nobody has the power to to make you unhappy or angry. I mean, uh, I'm not at the Buddha stage, huh, Nicolai. I'm not a robot neither. But you know, getting stronger into you know understanding the link between the thinking and the emotions, right? So, and how you can live in your planet. And each one of us has reality. You have a reality about me. I have a reality about you. And hopefully, there is an intersection. So, so that's the principle of uh, humanity and human, you know, uh, interactions, right? And relationships. W- when you, you understand this, I think you can be a better leader to bring others to be at their best. And if your mm. people or, or your kid, I mean, 
if my kid is at his best, I know he will be a successful person, uh, including empathy, including patience, etc. So I think I learned a lot from that, and it's essential to my life today. I think I have to come and take some classes with you. Ah, anytime, 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 and I'm sure <laughs> I will learn from you. Lastly, um, we have a lot of young um, people listening into this uh, into the podcast. What do you? Um, what kind of advice do you have to to the young people these days? Uh, find your purpose, your why. <laughs> and if you don't know it, you remember the second day, keep looking for it. And it's okay that you don't know. When I was younger, I, you know, I didn't know. Find your why, find your why, learn and learn and relearn, be curious, be disruptive. You are unique. Each of us is unique and, and find it. Don't get into the mold. I'm hiring people because I see something in their eyes which is different. IQ is a commodity. <laughs> EQ, passion, will, disruption are, are, are unique in a life. Find your mentors and sponsors. You know the difference, Nikolai. The mentor speaks to you. The sponsor speaks about you when you are not in the room. And specifically for the young female or the minority in the audience, right? Throughout my career for sponsors, I have benefited from incredible mentors uh, from academia, professionally, personal spheres who helped me shape my path. But sponsors are equally important. And, and, and those are the people who, who, who made bets on me, who allowed me to get to another job, to, to be able as a female, uh, you know, business lady to, to, to take a job in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia against all the odds. Um, and bring the, finally, like, like at Solvay, bring the whole self. Uh, I'm really that's that's something I'm I'm very passionate and vocal about it. Bring the whole self to work. At Solvay, for example, the, the the sexual orientation was a taboo. You know, nobody was speaking about it, right? So we put it on mm. the table. We we are we put code of business integrity in 2019, where there is zero tolerance for discrimination uh, and harassment, etc. So yeah, f- follow your dreams, even if this means challenging the status quo. And the truth is, is that if I had played uh, by the existing rules, I would not be here with you today, Nikolai. Well, Ilham, it's easy to understand why people have made uh, bets on you over the years. It's been such a pleasure to have you on here and uh, look forward to staying in touch. Thank you. Thank you, Nikolai.